0: Two Jack, Two
1: Jack All right, welcome back to another episode of Two Jack Bros, and if it's your first time, thank you for giving us a shot. I'm Sydney. I'm sitting next to Ansley. Hello. And today we have a guest who is none other than the Tyler Rothrock.
2: <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having That's a very, that's the nicest intro I've ever had. Yeah? The. The yeah. is a nice way to say anybody's name. I think yeah. it's a pretty prestigious can't offend you if somebody says the. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> it, it, it can offend you if somebody says. And we have a Tyler <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rothwell right over here. A is different. Yeah, a is little nice. different. <laughs> yeah, and before we get into all of this, please do all the things that you do to show love and support to a podcast: rate, review, subscribe. Uh, reviews definitely help on iTunes, right? I think that's what is where it's mm-hmm. most helpful. Mm-hmm. And then. um all the other stuff. Sub- subscribe everywhere. Listen everywhere. And uh, also check out Tyler's podcast, Night Moves, Night with moves. a guest who's been on here, Lou Miziano and Sean Preston. Very funny guys. And they also have a live show that they do.
0: Yeah,
2: live show. We got to get you up to do that one. That's fine. Yeah. At the Emmaus Theater. It's like uh, the f- second. I'm going to be wrong about it. I think it's the second Wednesday of every month. I should know that. But Yeah.
1: He's also wrong about the pronunciation of a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Actually, you're from the area. I don't want to get get into this. I don't want to make this a whole thing about pronunciation of those sort of towns up there. Uh, But yeah, uh, what's up, man?
2: Nothing, nothing. Just, uh, you know, surviving the pandemic as a comedian. Yeah. Not well. I'm back at my mom's house, which is interesting. yeah? Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird time to sleep in your childhood bed.
1: Is it a race car bed?
2: No, no. It's... It is my childhood bed, though.
1: It's a twin bed. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, a twin?
2: just a little boy's bed. Is it up against the wall? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like Did you used... change the decoration of your No, room? <laughs> I think I lived in New York for a while, and then I. But my mom, she just kept it the same. I yeah. think it was like a move on her yeah. end, like a mental, like no, if you're gonna move back, you're gonna sleep in this little boy's bed <laughs> to get your life together. Yeah,
1: to to remind you why you wanted yeah. to leave in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's mental warfare. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sick. Uh, Shout out, Mom. Yeah. Good move, Mom. Yeah,
2: I don't know if she knows I do comedy. So all this time, I don't know if she knows what I do. She doesn't know I have a podcast, so that's been good. That's
0: been good. I'll be like,
2: hey, Mom, I'm going to do the podcast because I'm leaving her house, obviously. (laughs) And she's like, what? Like, "Ah, It's just me and my friends talk to each other, but there's microphones in our faces. Yeah, do you have a curfew? Yeah, yeah. she. dude she does she calls me like if i'm out with my friends. she'll be like where are you i'm like mom i'm 30 why don't i have to check in every time but i i feel bad like so i'm like i'm not coming home tonight <laughs> it's such it sucks so bad it just sucks so bad
1: yeah it sounds fun it sounds uh i hope i hope we get the opportunity to do that to our son i hope so yeah I'm like getting
3: some good tips. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get him a race car bed though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. get him
2: a comfortable bed.
1: Yeah, the nah. bunk bed.
3: I think we could keep the bunk bed. Right? Oh, yeah, I couldn't even imagine
2: if I uh, sleep in a bunk bed
1: right now. That'd well, be... it's a it's a lofted bed. It's a single. Okay, bunk. I got you. Like yeah. A, so there's like his. Bed.
2: He's got like a cool area underneath his desk. Yeah. His yeah. yeah. Desk. Desk. Actually, that would be sick. Yeah. I yeah? Kind of like, yeah. Yeah. I might make a request. Yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> it's like Mark Twain's bed. So.
1: Yeah. Uh, Tyler, you're somewhat familiar with what we do on this podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And for those of you that are not familiar, what we do is we take our guest who would be Tyler through the process of enlightenment so that you and us can get a little bit closer to a higher consciousness through laughing at all of Tyler's shortcomings and insecurities (laughs) and fears and so on. And the basic premise is to prove that anybody, even if you have like a dark sense of humor, you too can reach a higher consciousness. So we don't get down. Let's go. All right. Right. So, uh, Tyler, everybody gets the same questions. Mm hmm. Okay. Right? And we like to start off with uh, actually, Anthony, you want to take it away?
3: Sure. Tyler, what situation or event did you learn, get the most information from?
2: You mean what did I learn the most as a result of whatever happened, kind of thing? Uh, Sure. About myself or just about life? However, Uh, I. I was uh, when I was in high school. Our basketball manager died in a car accident. I didn't know him very well, but I remember uh, he was like a high school kid, and he died. And then that was like on a Friday, and the next day was I had Saturday detention in school, and I remember like going to school and learning about his death and feeling very weird that everything continued. Mm. and he just like like it was like a night it's kind of weird to say it's lame but it was like a nice autumn day and i was like he's not aware of this day at all and it just it was like kind of the first time i like i guess confronted mortality i don't know you know it's kind of that moment sticks with me pretty pretty much
1: okay and if you had to distill uh what you got from that i don't I don't. you might have already done that but if you had to distill down what you got from that what would it be
2: i mean i guess that you're just it, you're gone and like you gotta you have like a finite amount of time and when it when it goes like the the life just moved on after him you know like we weren't yeah. necessarily close so it didn't like I wasn't like crying. And that was what was weird is like, damn, things are just going to move on after. So I think, yeah, that's what it was like.
1: The party doesn't stop. The
2: party doesn't stop. And like, you know.
1: Do you remember when you first realized that?
3: Yeah, I had a, uh, I was in middle school and I went to Sunday school and our teachers were, I grew up at West Point and so our teachers were cadets there, Mm -hmm. college kids. And um, our Sunday school teacher died in a car accident. And so we went to the funeral, and uh, yeah, it was just really weird because it was like you know she it like made her more than just like this Sunday school teacher, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like you see her whole family there and her parents dealing with this situation, and um, and like, I didn't cry the whole time I was at the funeral, and then I got home and saw my mom, and like you know, just broke down and cried, and um, but it was like I didn't really even know what emotions were it was yeah, just yeah. like this is crazy you know yeah yeah
2: that's how i just it felt strange yeah yeah like I, so i didn't like I wasn't sad i wasn't like crying i just felt very strange yeah
1: yeah i remember so when i was when i was young somebody died in our neighborhood he, he was shot and killed and this was like the first he was like my sister's boyfriend at a time i don't know if they were dating when it happened i don't remember clearly but he was a big personality in the neighborhood. And he died, and that day was weird because it was close to where we all were that he was murdered. And then the next day, we had this one dude that would walk around with a boombox on his shoulder all the time. <laughs> and the next day, he was just walking down the street with his boombox. Yeah. Like, somebody <laughs> didn't just die at Yeah, end. Yeah. He was like, holy shit. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, people were back outside playing double dutch and shit. It was like, <laughs> what just happened?
3: Oh, another one that blew my mind was when my grandma passed away and we were at her funeral or like the next time like my grandpa already had a girlfriend and like the whole family hated this woman. And oh, it was shit. like there was so much drama and it was like, but grandma just died. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, what is happening? Well, grandpa still gotta come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think, you
2: Everybody think. mourns in their own way.
1: Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that is that is uh that is something to consider, like that like of all the people that have come in here and expressed something about death, nobody has been rocked by the idea that the party keeps going
2: yeah i think it was how little. like i'm not saying that he didn't mean anything to me but Mm -hmm. it was like we weren't super close so like i moved like my day kept going like i'm sure if i was close to him i probably wouldn't have went to where i was going i would have been sad and crying yeah but it was like damn we just go to school yeah yeah
1: yeah come home play super nintendo (laughs) reach a high score it's like what just happened yeah, it's pretty wild. So, uh, what we do from here, Tyler, is we're going to open up your chakras from the bottom up. Okay. You ready
2: for this? Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> a little nervous, but yeah. Because we're I'm starting
1: ready. off with the chakra that's in your butthole. Are you sure you're ready for this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring it. Yeah. All right, Ansley, open up that butt.
3: <laughs> Tyler, how did you learn to overcome fear? I
2: don't think I have. That's like I'm. Ver- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm. I get scared of everything, and so. It's so funny that you say because I was wondering what, damn, fear is like, I wish I knew how to do that. I wish I knew how to overcome fear. I get so scared of shit so easily and nothing, like I'm a worst case scenario person, but I don't know if the worst case scenario has ever actually happened to me. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. Like I, fear is like, it, it in stand up to it, like I'll get so worked up about something and it'll just overcome me. So I don't, I don't think I truly know how to handle fear
1: so how are you not how are you not crippled by it then like how do you how do you find a way to move on and do things
2: i do them i think i might uh, like i might not be like fully crippled (laughs) by it but i might be like partially crippled he's like in his head like i am dude i am like i i freak the fuck like i like for example if i fly i just accept that the plane's crashing every time yeah and like i get scared but i'm already in the seat so there's nowhere to go so i think that's really how I do it. It's just...
3: There's no safe place anywhere. Yeah, You're just, you just like, well, I'm going to die in the car there. or the plane yeah, in or on yeah. stage. Or, you just strap in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if you,
2: like, like I, I'm like in the emergency room, like all, like I just can, I get scared of like, just, I create it in my head, like I have like a tumor or an aneurysm, uh, like, so fear for me, it's like almost therapeutic where I'll get scared of something and to feel better about it not being there. Like, I'll, like one of the things that makes me feel the best is if I convince myself of a health ailment and I'll go get it checked and the, the <laughs> person's like, it's not there. Yeah. And yeah. I, get, I feel so good for like 45 to 50 minutes <laughs> until I make my next one. Yo, are, they,
1: are they extreme? Like, sick yes. Are you like, I think I have tuberculosis.
2: Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. It's, it's been, I've, th- I've overcome cancer like a million times in my life. <laughs> sick. just everything.
3: How often do you go to the doctors each year?
2: A lot. All the time. My doctor has like literally told me to stop coming, which is probably (laughs) malpractice. So yeah, I it's crazy. Do you
3: remember when, um, was there a point when those feelings started or as a child were you always like anxious and fearful of outcomes?
2: Um, I think so. I had like a weird year in my life where like uh, the girl I was dating, um, my best friend died of cancer within like, Maybe two months for each other. both of
1: them, uh yeah, like a blood cancer or,
2: the, uh, the girl had um colon cancer, okay, and he, the the, my derek had uh it's called Liam sarcoma, it's like a rare uh, blood cancer, it's like it attacks whatever it attacks, it's very, very quick, yeah, and um like, so I just convinced myself that like because I was like oh for two. Right like, yeah. like people yeah. get sick and they die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, when you get sick, like you better catch it or you're dying. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I think ever since that How old were you? Um 20. Wow. Yeah, and then so then th- like three were months you, or were four Were you still in your twin bed at the time? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Maybe that's why I've never left yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just my only comfort. Uh, and then my dad died of like a strokes, like so it was like oh, a wow. weird time of like, dude, people are just this is a, you know you'll get sick. That was all die. in the same year. yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty wild Mhm yeah, it's crazy, so I think ever since that, like if I would go to a therapist, I'm sure they would they would really buckle it down to that year okay C-
1: Can you remember uh, a time when you were the most scared?
2: Um. Yeah, I, I recently I, I was on a, I came back from South Carolina and it was like a bachelor party. So we drank heavily and like, I didn't have much water and I got home and I convinced myself I had a, uh, aneurysm and I couldn't be talked out of it where they had to prescribe me Culladopin to cal- calm me down. The doctor was like, he's going to die of his own brain. unless we calm, like they couldn't calm me down. Like my blood pressure was. And I was so scared that I I couldn't like not think about
3: that.
0: Yeah,
3: I
2: had yeah. no real. Re- but that's the most scared I've ever been.
1: Okay, uh, I'm a little embarrassed here. I don't know really what an aneurysm is. Either do I, to be honest. Or Kalanipin.
2: Kalanipin <laughs> is like a. It's like it just. It's like
1: a. Sounds like another ailment <laughs> they gave you. <laughs>
2: it's like. It's, a, it's like a high grade like relaxer, you know, like it like basically okay. you it puts you comatose basically. So Damn. it just chills you out. And like, you're not like yourself at all though, but
1: <laughs> so they were worried that you were actually going to give yourself. Yeah. Aneurysm. They were like,
2: he's going to die. He's going to, his heart's going to explode. Like I remember the doctor, my mom came with me from our house. Uh, and the doctor said, told me to leave and said, that's what she, and one of my, he told my that's mom, terrifying. Yeah. That's like, never
1: as good in a movie. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's like, let me just talk to your mom for a second. They went in, and they, then I came. They brought me back in. They're like, you need to like chill, and, or this is going to become a-
3: <laughs> Prescribed. Yeah, <laughs> We're on the yeah. Chill. Yeah. Dude, that's literally- <laughs>
2: They give you chill pills? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the highest ones. Like, they're like, this dude cannot chill. He's got no oh chill. God. Man. <laughs> yeah. What, how
3: does your is it would you have brothers and sisters i have a
2: younger brother yeah younger
3: brother how does your mom deal with you <laughs> <laughs> she, she
2: barely does she's like so frustrated with me because there's no real because uh, i'll like be like mom is this what's wrong with me? do i have this i can't like i'll be like mom do i have a tumor or do i have this and she'll say no but then i'll question her yeah and then she'll eventually snap she's like I'm not a fucking doctor, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Go see the doctor. And then I'll just like rack up medical bills. And then she'd be like, see, I told you, like, I can't tell you how many times my mom has been like, or somebody has been like, like, I told you, you were fine. Now you're just, you owe this hospital $500. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, I, I'm just like it would be funny to me if you were just like, "Mom, am I black? <laughs> <laughs> do I have black? Is that, is yeah. Go see a doctor, yeah, Tyler." <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you know? Yeah, <laughs> are you sure I'm not black, Mom? Yeah, I think I need a second opinion. <laughs> I can't dad. ask Dad, you know. <laughs> Man, and and your your mom and dad are still together? No, he's dead he's
2: dead oh. you tricked me tyler <laughs> yeah. you tricked me i remember that now they will well, but yeah, yeah technically he, they died he was they were still married so yeah uh
3: yeah he, like no stepdads
2: no no she she's dated but like she nothing, nothing.
1: i have a very strict no stepdads rule yeah. Yeah. yeah very strict that's
2: what people would be like when my mom started dating, people would be like, that's what your dad would have wanted. I was like, no, he wouldn't. Nah, <laughs> You want her to all. like, stay missing him forever. Forever. Like, you would say it out of your mouth. Like, I want you to move on, but you don't. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he won't say it. He's <laughs> <laughs> truthful. Yeah. yeah. No, wear, like wear a veil, like, like <laughs> yeah.
1: always in black for the rest yeah. of your life. Like always like, eyes teary. <laughs> like nonstop. Yeah. I want you to be hard to be around. Yeah. Stay heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. In my absence. All right. Well, that's uh. That's a fear chakra unlocked. Is it? Did I? How, I mean, as unlocked a, as I think a fear chakra can be for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah,
2: wish there. I could, man. That's like my big. That's like my big fear is not to ever <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna be a good idea. <laughs> We're gonna send yeah, this I, dude straight
0: to the ER. <laughs> I, no, I I don't know. In
3: my mind, I I can't stop thinking about, um, as the way you live your life, that you don't have health insurance. Like, you go to the VR you get $500 bills every time. so this
2: is a true story. (laughs) On one of my little uh, adventures, health adventures, I didn't have health insurance. And I went to, I wanted to get a, no, I did have health insurance. But I, I didn't have, uh, I wanted to get a brain scan because I convinced myself something was up. You gotta. And the insurance was like, no, you're not paying for that. Like, you have no symptoms. And I'm like, fuck it. How much does it cost? And I like bartered with the people to brain, to give me a brain scan. I'll never forget, it was Halloween. The lady had Mickey Mouse ears on. It was awful. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Did you offer to do a comedy show for her? <laughs> yeah.
2: She like offered me candy. I'm like, just fucking scan my head. Please. Please. Take the ears off. It's <laughs> pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that's a uh, way to catch
1: that insurance. Yeah. <laughs> As a mom, yeah. very concerned about yeah, yeah, insurance. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's let's move this along.
3: <laughs> so, uh, this is your pelvis sh- chakra. Okay. Um, this is a little segment we like to call "My Bad." Okay. So, uh, this is your chance to offer up an apology to a place, person, or thing in the universe in order to set your karma back to neutral?
2: Okay. Um, Something I feel bad about that I'll always feel bad about is when I was in high school, there was this janitor. His name was Bobby, and he was the sweetest man. And uh, he would always joke around with us, and... um, one day at lunch, he was cleaning our trays, and he, he, he had been gone for a couple of days, and somebody asked where he was. and He said he was at a funeral of a friend. And we'd always joke with Bobby, but I took it too far, and I said, did you hook up with the body? And he got very sad. And I've apologized to him, but I don't know. I like still, like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and think about me saying that to Bobby.
0: Oh It hurts my feelings <laughs> that I
2: ever would think. I went for the bit. Yeah, was it a was it a guy friend or a female friend? It was a guy friend.
1: You asked a man in mourning yeah. if he fucked his best friend's corpse.
2: I don't know if they. I don't know if they were best friends. He's This friend. yeah. is his best friend. It's his best yeah. friend yeah. for now. It's a yeah. It's it, it's a low moment. And I feel I've. that happened. When I was probably sixteen. I'm 34 now. I mean, it's regular. Like maybe three every three or four days. I'm like fuck. What, I mean, I, I Ansley, what are
1: what do you want to ask about that? Like, I'm, like, <laughs> like, I'm, I am mortified. Like, yeah. I, of course, it's like, yeah. I get it. You're an adult now, and, and I understand that you were, you were, you were being up. funny. I
2: got caught up every, because we, people were jo- joking, and I got caught up, and I said that, and then it, the, like,
3: the mood just changed. It was immediately. Like, mm-hmm. The table
2: turned on the, you. The table, literally, every, the, like, it was a screeching halt, and everybody, like, turned to me.
0: I'm like, fuck, I,
2: I can't believe it. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, I was only asking because that's what I would have done. <laughs> it's like, what do you even say? How do you? Do you, you don't you try to save it at all?
2: No, I just was like, because uh, he, he got, he just like, he said he was like, that's, that's that's an awful thing to say to somebody, and I was immediately like, you're right, that was such a bad thing to say.
3: Has that made you like? Have you learned from that though? Like, has that been like some? Like, that's obviously something you think about. Yeah, it's like.
1: Man, you should hear the things he asked me if I fucked.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah um, shit. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I would try to be more, you know, conscious of <laughs> that. But, I mean, it's what? just there's just not much. Like, you either learn, like, just, that's the worst thing you could say to someone. Yeah,
1: well, now that you say that, I kind of noticed that you don't really, you don't really, like, roast people. No,
2: no, I don't. I don't. That's maybe from that, but that's also, like, I am – I I get I feel very insecure a lot, so I it's hard for me to make somebody feel shitty.
1: You just don't want to put it on the table that you could also be roasted. Yes, yeah. It's more of a <laughs> it's probably more of a selfish self defense. <laughs>
2: thing. was like Tyler's so sweet, he's such a sweet guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Did you did you hear what he said to his janitor?
3: <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare. Oh, poor Bobby. Yeah. Poor, Bo- I, I mean, Bobby. that is. But, uh,
1: yeah, that's also. I'm glad you shared that. I w-
2: I would never tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> people, well, people heard it. They heard me say it. You yeah. Know, like, and like we've since become like we've. You know, he's he still talks to me if I see him. So Bobby does. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you? I don't. I was
2: I, very apologetic to him. Like I went out of my, I felt super bad. So apologetic that you stayed in his life
1: somehow all these years. <laughs> yeah. like I'm, uh, I'm yeah. not in touch with any faculty from any of my school. I forced
2: him to marry my mom. And <laughs> I get, I am very nice to him. I get him gifts. Hey, stepdad, baby.
1: <laughs> Man, that's uh. Yeah, I mean, do you? Do you feel good saying that publicly?
2: No, I don't know. Probably, I wish I kind of didn't say it publicly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I do. It's therapeutic to yeah to let people know that I'm a monster. I guess
1: <laughs> you you over you're overcoming your monstrosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 were a monster. Yeah. Everybody's a monster mm-hmm. at 16. Yeah, you know, and that's uh, goodness gracious. I I just like uh, I couldn't imagine do like like at 16. Like bombing that badly,
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, it was a bomb. It was, it w- and then, and then you're like, sometimes you'll bomb. And you'll be like, oh yeah, yes, this deserves yeah. to bomb.
1: So, and if you if you remember, uh, not not to harp on this too long, but like, <laughs> like, did you like what what were what were the exact words? Like, did you make love to the body? Did you have sex with the body? Did you fuck the body? I think I said fuck. <laughs> I, I,
2: I don't I I don't know for sure, but. I... <laughs> I'd be willing to bet I said fuck after you said it. Did you go up top? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was one of those things where I th- like, I said it. It was noisy; like, people were like having fun, and I said it more to like the kids at the table, not thinking he would even hear it. And uh, it was like one of those moments where the the noise went down, and as mm-hmm. I said it, and I'm like, "Fuck! I, I mean, that's terrible." <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Love you, <If>, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Does if I'm not, no, just, just not, not to validate what you said or anything, but like thinking back to what Bobby looked like at the time, did he have kind of a corpse fucker vibe?
2: Not at all. He was a, he was, <laughs> he was a vet, you know, and he wore his like, you, you know, SSS, whatever Navy hat every day. He was the sweetest man on earth. He's like an honorable man. Such an, you can't, you can't make a more honorable man than Bobby. Tyler, that was. Listen, funny. he was, he was, was funny. probably 55 and he went by Bobby. Yeah, fair. Fair.
0: <laughs> so,
1: I mean, that's funny. Yeah. If he's an honorable dude and you're like, did you fuck that corpse? <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you hop up in the casket and fuck <laughs> that body in front of everybody, Bobby? Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, man. I, his mood, ch- I've never seen a mood change. Yeah. Like a, like a, more like high to low in, in a shorter amount of time. It was yeah. awful. It would be funny if you're like, hey, Bobby,
1: quick question. He turns and salutes you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what answer I was looking for by asking that
2: question.
1: Yeah. All right. That is a uh, fucking pelvis chakra unlocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially Bobby's that. pelvis. Yeah. <laughs> well, that
3: took him back to like a horrible time in Vietnam. Yeah.
1: Like- I mean, I just... <laughs> We he embodies like all around him it was like oh, we just needed to get warm <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't <laughs> dude, it's like, just
2: it's just <laughs> fucking crazy it's cr- a crazy thing to say to somebody <laughs> that is that is
1: pretty wild that is uh i mean i'm i'm impressed that you still ended up being a comedian <laughs> yeah. in life. i think that would have deterred me like oh, yeah. i guess i'm not yeah. funny <laughs> I'm not, yeah hell yeah it's uh, Anzly. Let's let's keep this going. Okay. <laughs> is this going well?
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is for us. Yeah. <laughs> now we're up to
3: the the gut chakra. Um, how do you deal with disappointment?
1: Bobby would like to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
2: I, I guess I deal with it. Um, it's so interesting because comedy is mostly disappointment. So like you get used to like, I don't know if rejection and disappointment are the same, but uh, you, I guess I deal with it by just doing another thing, like trying to like try again, you know, but like, I just feel disappointed so often that Mm -hmm. it's like, until you start feeling any success, you just accept it as, you know a, like part of the deal mm-hmm. you know
3: do you remember a time when you were most disappointed in yourself in myself well yeah i just said
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, uh, I've. yeah you're just disappointed i get really disappointed in myself when i succumb to like the environment of like like in in stand I've did this in throughout my life I played sports and I I would get nervous and remove myself from the the um the moment because of my own like fear of failure mm-hmm. and then perform badly and then uh after the fact be, be like mad at myself that cuz the the result was the same yeah, yeah. the result yeah. I was scared of is what happened but had i not thought about that the whole time the result may have been different and yeah. that's re- that's what disappoints me the most often and you know the most
1: what when you when you say that what is your sports disappointment that strikes you the most
2: um i i just i've mentally w- w- didn't i i've so many times like re- like just remove myself out of like fear of you know looking bad or making a mistake that i i i don't show my like talent or like i worked very hard at things and then when the moment comes i would like fold under pressure like you know how so what, what sport i played uh, basketball
1: okay and were, were you on a good team or an okay team
2: yeah or? yeah I, I played my team was fine we we um we were pretty good and you know i was a like pretty, like I was like a starter on the team. So,
1: yeah. How far did you guys go?
2: We just we were the first team in my high school to go to um, like the district playoffs, and then we. I also played in in college. Okay, but um, that's another. I didn't like. I just so many times talked myself into like failing that I didn't do well. Mm-hmm. You know, depression Like <clears throat> I put a lot of. Pressure on myself for, for stuff, like unneeded. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. people just have fun. Like, I don't really have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even stand up. I
1: just don't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I guess what I was asking, like, is there, is there a sport? Because so I'll, I'll tell you, the, the way you described uh, letting the nerves overcome you in a way that causes you to fail, which is, again, the, the same result. Right. Mm -hmm. So I played football for a little bit and I was a defensive player, which was fine by me because it felt low pressure. Right. I would just like crush people Mm -hmm. in the secondary. Right. And then uh, one time one of our, our running backs got injured and we didn't really kick field goals a lot because we didn't have a good field goal kicker. So we always went for two and they put me in for the two point conversion one time. And I had to like, you know, as the running back, I had to run through the line, turn right turn around and the ball was going to get thrown to me and wide open in the end zone and the ball was coming at me and bounce off my chest i think about that all the time
3: yeah no that was such a relatable thing i think yeah. like i immediately yeah. had like a soccer memory cause like, <coughs> yeah like i played defense too i think because mm-hmm. like the fear of like the pressure of like, you know, mm-hmm. and there was one time that I was like, you know, like right there and the ball was coming across and all I had to do was like tap it into the goal and it was like, yeah and I like, right. yeah. I don't know, I whiffed, I there, forget what, I know it didn't go in the goal. There <laughs> was a time in
2: college, I, I, uh, I had, I was having a really good game. I think I was had like, maybe I went to Northampton Community College my first year and um I think I, I was on, I, I had the single game scoring record at the time. And the game was going so well for me that I got nervous that I wouldn't like end the game well, like that I would lose the magic, mm-hmm. and I just fouled myself out. <laughs> I remember fouling on purpose <laughs> because like I didn't want to ruin how and that, and that like looking back on that, that's just like totally crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's just lack of like Michael Jordan. People are like, he wants the last shot. I'm the opposite of that. I'll foul myself out so I don't have to take the last shot.
1: Ooh, sorry guys. I, mean, I, yeah, uh, I, I would have, but playing D too hard, yeah, man. I was. Man.
2: Yeah. Looks like I, have to, I have to sit at the end of this bench and untie my shoes for the rest of the game. <laughs>
1: yeah, six fouls. Did you make like like? What did, were they ridiculous fouls or were they no. like ticky tack? It
2: was just yeah. It was like I it, the guy was going up the sideline and I just fouled him, knowing I was going to foul him. I yeah. didn't like try to steal it. I just. <laughs>
0: Yeah, You were over and stole out. the
1: glasses off the other coach. <laughs> Just yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. That's, uh, all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh,
1: that's a disappointment chakra unlocked. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I actually, the, I have the, uh, the most fouls ever in a high school basketball game and it'll never be broken. That's a record that I do have though. Wait, wait, how did you,
1: how did you get seven fouls?
2: I got, I got, I fouled out five. <laughs> yeah. And then I, uh, you know, the score. The ref will call in the foul at the scorer's table, right? Mm-hmm. So as he was doing that, I said a, some, I yell, I said something to him. I forget what I said under my breath. <laughs> and he gave me a technical. Yeah. And then I threw a water bottle into the bleachers and I got a second technical. <laughs> you can't get more fouls than that. <laughs> That's... <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's, too, that's a lot of fouls. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty sick. Is that a Pennsylvania state record? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's got to be a national. I don't know how
2: the international rules are, but yeah, it's, it's a global. Be. It's a global record. So if you would sit my mom down and say, "What's the most disappointing moment?" Mm-hmm. After, if because she, she didn't know about the Bobby thing, she would send say, <laughs> "When I witnessed my son throw a water bottle into the stands, did you hit someone? I hit their athletic director in the shoulder." So that was the worst guy to hit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I knew he did something to an opposing faculty
2: member. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. I yeah. Feel it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty sick. Sick. Yeah. yeah. man That's definitely a disappointment chakra. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all I that. I
2: actually feel better now.
1: Yeah. yeah. I do feel good now. That's good. Not oh, good, yeah. but I feel yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh
2: yeah, Ansley, take
1: Are us away.
3: Ready? What have you learned from grief?
2: Shit. Um, grief. Shit. What have I learned from grief? That it's it's like a. At the other end of it, you you when you go through something that's like traumatic or whatever, in that moment, it feels insurmountable, but then at the other end of it you feel very almost like impressed with yourself that you got through that part. So the grief part like tests you, I guess you would say, but then you, you do feel very like rewarded that you didn't, you, you still are there, you know? And like you go through something bad and then at the end of it, you're like, but I'm, I I still like, I'm having a decent day, you know, sometimes you'll, uh, you'll feel guilty after how good you feel when you're going through shit like that. Mm -hmm. But then after a while you'll be like, damn, I didn't think I could get to this point. And then, so what I learned is that if you just like, you know, keep your foot in it and just, you know, keep waking up the next day, it'll all eventually kind of sort itself out a little bit Hmm. for the most part.
1: Now not to harp on this too much, but do you do you remember do you have a situation like when 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 that question is asked, is there a grief moment that comes to mind?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I have um I mean I have a bunch that <clears throat> um like I remember so my dad my dad died, right, and I, I felt Grief, you know, and my. How old were you?
1: Not to interrupt, but. 21. Okay.
2: And, um, he, he, uh, and then the, the, the. I was with a girl. Like, so the girl, my girlfriend, this was, it's a weird kind of thing. Like, my girlfriend in high school got sick and, um, she was like really terminally ill and she would, uh, She would like get these terrible, this terrible news from these doctors. Right. And then I would go over and like, you'd have to talk to like a 17 year old who's like, just got the worst news. So you would like kind of figure out how to like, not be awful. Like just try Mm -hmm. to not, not like you're, you're trying to cheer somebody up. And then my friend died of cancer and she came to his funeral with me. And I remember feeling the most amount of like, like grief and like, just like, like looking at this girl, like she, that's where it was going. Mm -hmm. And she knew that. She knew it. Yeah. And, um, that was a moment of my life where I was like, like, damn, like just the most sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though my dad died. That was, I was still like more sad.
3: More sad for her or just at like just, life in yeah. general? like holy
2: like, shit, like yeah. this is fucked up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's probably the moment. Yeah, I mean, those
1: are like, and again, that was that, that year you described Yeah, that, that was a weird year for me. Yeah, which, which kind of makes sense with what you learned from grief in that, I mean, I, th- I I do see how seeing yourself get through those things can make you proud of yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it I'm- also in that moment, like her strength also made me feel almost less because I'm like, damn, I, I, I'm sad. Like, imagine when she's, she's way stronger than you, you know what I mean? And then you feel like less than a little bit because you're, you know i can i mean it was just mind blow like it was it was a weird sensation where you're like you're worried that you're like this girl's going through this and in this moment, but then you're making it about you a little bit you know mm. so then I hear you, you feel sad and like kind of like i don't know strange it's strange and sad
1: yeah i mean i i've i i feel like I want to ask so many questions about yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm, I'm an open. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I think it's it's interesting, like the dynamic that you're in, because like when you do lose people, you know, it affects everybody in different ways, mm-hmm. you know, and it has, you know, like like I don't know, like, like that's just a crazy dynamic because you can never quite understand what somebody else is going through in the yeah. moment, but you know that everybody's having their own struggles, and like I don't know, I just feel like that must have been it was wild, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I guess that's where my brain is questioning. It's just like. The, all like <clears throat> like all these different things going on it, it just uh
3: because it I, was your best friend right but yeah. it's like now you're watching her and her life struggle uh-huh. and like
2: and i felt like i feel a lot of guilt to t- to him because when he got sick i had been i had been. he knew what i was like me and yeah. her and then he he said that he had cancer and i'm like and the way he worded it, that it wasn't that big of a deal. So I'm like, yo, man, like, don't make this about you. And then, in fact, and, you know, his shit was way worse. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Wow.
1: Yeah. That's, um, did you, I mean, you, did you say that to him or you thought that?
2: I thought that. I didn't, dude, I didn't even really get the time to say it because he was sick for like maybe f- four months. Mm-hmm. And then he was, you know,
3: what was it like being around young people that were facing death? You know, like I haven't been around somebody my age yeah. that's like, wait, just, you know, like,
2: that's what was crazy. Like, cause like I'm like from a, you know, middle-class family. Like I didn't, like I didn't struggle like growing up. Like my life was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then that, and a lot of my friends were the same way. So we didn't have struggles like mm-hmm. that you would imagine. And then, you get hit with these things and you're like a privileged kid but like privilege can't it doesn't matter how privileged you are yeah that shit will fuck you up and um it like knows no um it it takes no prisoners it doesn't care if you're from like a rich family you'll you deal with a death it's still gonna fuck you up unless you're a sociopath yeah Yeah. but um it was and that's interesting because i saw like our all my friends kind of were like this how could this is just movie shit. Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? This yeah. is you know what I mean. So it's it was weird to see it. Everybody going through the same like identity crisis where like you didn't think bad shit was gonna happen. to You yeah We're from this like suburban town that's stuff that you see on TV.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if you noticed that Ansley tried to sneak in there the idea that she was somehow still young. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that? I called. <laughs> I yeah. caught that. Yeah. yeah. Now I just I just went through a weird movie death situation where my my cousin who was a little bit younger than me she we basically the the bottom line is we had to go to the hospital to watch her die. Mm-hmm. And it was uh it was a very surreal experience. Yeah. You know, it was uh and I, I mean, that's what I still say to the day. It's like, that's the kind of stuff that happens in movies. Mm-hmm. Like you, don't ex, you don't ever expect that something like that is going to happen to you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I'll never forget. So my, I, I was at a killer's concert in Atlantic City. And I got home and there was like a cop in the driveway. And um, he, I was like, I thought my brother did something, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, what happened? He's like, just call your mom. And he wouldn't tell me what happened. I called them. They're, they're going to the hospital. And they said, dad got sick. And you know it's your dad. Like my dad was like a big dude, like a stri- like we were playing basketball together the night before. So you don't think anything like serious is going to happen. So he, we went in the room and he, I, I got to see him, and I, I'm so thankful for this moment. Uh, he he couldn't open his eyes or talk, and they said, uh, "Hey, uh, Todd," who's Your your sons are in the room and you, you, you saw him like he was started to move around, like trying to talk and, you know, say something so he can only squeeze. So he like, you could say, I love you to him and he could squeeze that back. So like, at least I'm so thankful for that moment because, you know, but even, even then they're like the worst case, like we thought worst case scenario, he was going to be like in a wheelchair or something. Mm -hmm. And then that, that was really the last time I interacted with him. And you're like, you're looking back now, like that's shit. Like in the moment you don't think of, Hey, I'm in this weird movie like thing. Yeah. But looking back, you're like, Holy shit. I wish I, I wish I would have, you know, appreciated that a little bit more in the moment. I, I'm happy it happened, but yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, thank you for sharing all of that.
2: Yeah. 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 I'm happy to do it. I'm happy. Like I, you know, yeah. I like, not that I like sharing this stuff, but I don't do it, so it like makes me feel good to, yeah, get some of this shit off my chest.
1: I'm sure it does, and and that is a heart chakra unlocked. For sure, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yes, yeah. Hansley, move us along.
3: All right, that uh, we're up to your throat chakra now. Oh, so what's a favorite lie that you have told? <laughs> or you get extra karmic points if it's a lie that's still in rotation.
2: Um, I, I, I lie a lot about, um, my, uh, I don't know how to like, I don't know how to say it. Like the, uh, what I want to, what my plan is to get myself out of like a shit, like my shit, like not that my situation is shitty. I I'm living with my mom. I don't love it, but I could very easily have a a better plan to get myself out of it. Mm -hmm. But I kind of, I kind of stay in the, in the comfort of not making like a, an exit strategy, but I'll tell people that I have an exit strategy. But it doesn't exist. <laughs>
3: <Wow>. <laughs> What's your current exit? Un- well, What's your current like that you're looking exit?
2: for another job or uh, like? I'll tell people that like I'm, I'm maybe uh, I'm thinking about moving back to New York. Uh, I'm yeah. not thinking about. that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that legitimately once. Like, people, people are going to watch yeah. this and I, <laughs> I'm oh, fucking you. sorry. But now you know. I'm not moving back.
1: It's so funny to me that, like, the idea that even when you tell the lie, it still doesn't strike you. Like, it still doesn't cross your mind. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm
2: thinking about moving to New York. Yeah. <laughs> well, because people, you know, you'll be like, well, cause it's a weird thing. Like, I'm 34, and like, I've, my friend, my friends are like moving on with their lives and like having like, success in their life and they're like, like what what are you doing Tyler? And you know they, I'm sure they don't they're not attacking me. Mhm. But you don't hear I hear it that way. You know cuz yeah. you're insecure, I'm insecure about where I'm at and uh so I have to make up these lies about yeah, I'm trying to, you know, I'm thinking about I just don't I don't know where I'm going to land yet. It's like I fucking i know where i'm
1: gonna like <laughs> i <laughs> will it's land anywhere i would like I'm to land gonna land in a twin bed in my mom's yeah, house like, I exactly where i'm gonna land <sighs> yeah do i i'm not this is i mean we've had so many people on the show you know telling their lies and i think that was the first one that made me look at myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. like holy shit dude what the fuck was that all about? <laughs> what are you trying to do to us?
0: <laughs>
1: no, that was that's awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, that's like a yeah. So, I mean, like, what, I'm curious. Is the other lies like is it, is it always? I'm thinking about moving back to New York, or are there other?
2: No, it'll it'll be like uh, I'm 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 say you know I gotta pay for this, or I gotta you know whatever. You you kind of just kick the ball down the alley, yeah. And um, it's less of a lie and more of a deflection to other. Like I'm very I've mastered the art of turning a conversation to where I don't. Where, I, I'll say a thing that I don't that I prefer to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, is that lying? Not not in the, it's not in the not in the the you know the literal sense, but it is. Kind of avoiding, I avoid yeah a ton.
1: Yeah. Now is this something that you've expressed out loud before? (laughs) Holy shit! This is so. I mean, going
2: forward, I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble after this. Yeah. I mean, but can this be the locked episode? (laughs) We'll make this the Patreon (laughs) episode. Yeah. This,
1: but so going forward, now that you've expressed that out loud are you going to
2: have expectations of yourself to actually get on the ball or, or w- yeah, you got to. Cause I do that. Like I feel I've been ha- like, I, I get such like we're cause we started around the same time doing this shit. Right. Like, and it was very easy when nobody was having success, mm-hmm. but now like we have friends and people that we st- like started with and started after us that are having success where it's like, no, it's possible. Yeah. Like it does happen You're just probably Not working hard enough So um, You know What are you gonna do Like Do Are you gonna Like live at your are you, are you gonna Ever Buy a car Like you I'll have these Like daily thoughts And you're like Dude you gotta make a plan Stop kicking the ball Down the alley And like Make Like At least make a plan You don't have to stick to it Just make it Yeah And I don't even make it <laughs> <laughs> Man, so, I mean, well, Ansley's
1: actually in I'm a, in a, a phase, I guess, the, the stage right after that, mm-hmm. where she's, like, reading books about, like, atomic habits and, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and trying to, you know, I, sometimes when she, no, here, here, I'll express this truth. Sometimes when she's telling me about these things that she's doing,
2: I feel like she's like, this is what you should be doing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: you yeah, know, dude. You know? Like you get, is that like, I feel the same way. Like somebody, I always think people are saying things with an agenda that's trying to make me feel a type of way. Yeah. I can never like, like, is that what you do too? Like she'll say something and you'll twist it to like, oh, you're, you're, you're trying to convince me of what to do.
1: Well, not everything, but this particular thing, these atomic habits and like, I'm, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting my my nutrition right. And then I'm like up late eating donuts and shit. <laughs> and it's like, is she talking to me? Yeah. I think she's talking to me. Are you?
3: No, I'm trying, I'm working on myself.
1: Yeah. And yeah. that, that's what insecurity does. Yeah. That's what's so crazy. Man. It makes it, you know, uh, Mike Rainey, when we were doing his episode, he, he said something. What, what, what was the exact quote?
3: About the being self, um, about how insecurity makes you selfish. Yeah. Like you can be so insecure. Sometimes you make everything about yourself.
1: Yeah. 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 And it's like, yeah, I, so I think it's that's like, uh, narcissism. Yeah. 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 I guess I guess I'm also insecure about. I mean, like I, I, I feel like I'm doing okay. I feel like I'm 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 getting, I'm doing better mm-hmm. now with, with that and like stepping myself out there and, and trying to do things.
2: But yeah, we're gonna, move on. <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: gonna
1: move
2: on. I think though, there's a chance that nobody has it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. And like you, you put all this pressure on yourself. And you think you're the only one on earth that is like feeling this way, but it's probably not the case at all.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, I mean, I've been like, so Sydney said, like I've recently started working with a nutritionist cause like, and like, it's something I've been totally interested in doing for a long time, but it was like, it's scary to take yourself serious enough to make that step. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, who am I to do this? Can I even, you know, like, yeah. why? and like you go through all those, re- like, why am I doing this? Is it worth it? Like, should, should I be, you know, devoting this much time or attention? Are people going to make fun of me? Are people going to be like, yeah, yeah, you know, like you get, you get all insecure about oh, even for sure. trying about for sure. like, to do things. Like
2: making a conscious effort at anything, like you feel weird about. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah. make like a legit, like I want to do this because you, you, your fear is to look dumb and fail.
3: Yeah, but nobody yeah.
2: gives a shit, really.
3: No.
1: Yeah, my so I, one of my things is kind of wrapped up in this podcast. Like in this, po- I feel like it's doing okay. I feel like we're growing at a rate that I'm comfortable with, right? But I should be putting up the clips more often, and I haven't done it in weeks. And people will say to me, like, "I love, I love those little clips you put up of the podcast," and I haven't done it in mm-hmm. like probably months at this point. And I'm like, are they telling me to put clips on? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah.
2: yeah. But you know what? Now that I said that out loud, I will start doing it.
0: All right. Damn
2: it, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, even social, like I do the same thing. Like I'll be like, I'll feel so insecure posting a clip, you know, cause it's like, do you like, I just think you look lame. Yeah. Like, like promoting yourself, but everybody's nobody, they want you to, yeah. and if they don't, probably the people that don't care if you're, they won't watch it. It's not for them, but I get in my head, I'm like, don't post something, you're an an idiot, you suck, you know, like, people don't want to see it, but then people will be like, hey, can you post more of these things?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's also crazy to watch your kids develop habits that you're like, shit, that's one of my bad habits, and I'm giving that to my child, like, that's fucked up, like, I need to, like, and then I'm going to yell at them about it? Uh Like. You know, like, this, like, where does the cycle end? You know, I've, like...
2: I've noticed that with my mom. Like, I'll do things that I... And I'm like, oh, you do those things. Yeah, does she they're... also sleep in a twin bed? <laughs> <laughs> she puts two together. So it's a... I think it's a four. They call it a four bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. That is a fucking throat shocker unlocked mm-hmm. if I've ever seen one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man. Well, for, and before we move on, I want to thank you for how fucking open you
2: Yeah, are. dude. Yeah. This is... I was excited to do this cuz this is the only way I'll talk about some of this stuff. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're 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 conditioned to like bottle stuff up.
1: Well, you're going to love the Patreon episode.
2: <laughs> By the way, subscribe to the Patreon. If you've been liking
1: everything that you've been hearing from Tyler so far, you are definitely going to want to see how he opens up on the patreon
2: i'm calling bobby, I'm <laughs> call bobby. You i would love
1: him, to call Bobby. bobby's here come on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
2: uh i would lose my fucking mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: uh Anzi, move us along
3: so now we are to the third eye chakra
1: yeah so we're out of the physical chakras we're into the metaphysical chakra. am i
2: almost now. home am i there am i
1: oh, close? We're close yeah oh, yeah, yeah.
3: So what is something that you always thought was separate, but your learning is the same?
2: Um, Well, I think kind of in the same breath of what we just talked about, uh, I've I've realized that failing is uh, as important. Like I think, you know, you get excited if. I'll just use comedy. Like if a show goes well, but it's also if something doesn't work, that doesn't mean anything concrete. It just is a, you need both of the, you need a failure and a success to really figure it out. So it's kind of like the way to get to where you need to go, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I think that's my biggest flaw with, you know, self-confidence and, uh, you you know, W- whatever it is, like I'll get so uh, hung up on the failure, but that's like literally almost as, at least as equally as important as, mm-hmm. you know, the triumph.
3: Yeah. I totally agree with that. Especially like doing jujitsu competitions, you know, like it's two people. Somebody's going to lose. Somebody's going to yeah, win. Yeah. But you learn more from losing honestly yeah, sometimes, yeah. but it feels better to win.
2: And like, it's never people like what people's opinion of you is probably not what your opinion is of you. Yeah. yeah. Or at least your opinion of their opinion of you. Yeah. And then once you start like saying shit out loud, like if you're like you're worried about what your opinion is of somebody else's opinion of you. You're like what the fuck is why am I u- using this uh, my brain to even Yeah. I'm wasting it.
0: Yeah. You yeah. know what
1: I
2: mean? Speaking of that, uh this is this
1: is probably the most in-depth we've ever had a conversation, right? Are you, are you embarrassed that you're intelligent?
2: Um, I, I don't like, I think I'm like, I think I'm smart, but I like, don't like, I don't really think I am necessarily intelligent. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'm, I, I I excel in certain areas, but I'm like, like, uh, clinically not like i had an iep <laughs> you have not been diagnosed intelligent I've, no i've been i've been diagnosed i had like in school i had an iep which is like they get like it's like special you get extra time yeah i had so like i had a very like my mom was a very active mom like you know she sought out why i sucked at school but it was like i didn't like it but then you get you go through all these classes and these tests and you like i i, I maybe it made me feel dumb because huh. you have this, you're in this, like, I, I didn't have regular study hall. I was with this other group. Yeah. And, you know, like, you take your test longer.
0: Yeah.
2: And you're in a different hallway. Like, you're, so you all these accommodations are for you. And, like, you're like, damn, am I dumb? So it's like this weird, but I do think I'm, you know, smart in certain areas. But <laughs> I understand what you're saying. But, but we grew up where this, like, it wasn't cool to be intelligent. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, getting C's was cooler. And I think now, being smart is cool, which is great. But um, there is part of that too where you're like, "Damn, it's not cool to be. It's not cool to try."
1: I was a straight A student. No big deal.
2: Well, you went to Lafayette, right?
1: (laughs) Well, for college, I wasn't my high school. But you got in Lafayette. Well, yeah. That's not easy
2: to to do. You don't know that. (laughs) I feel like I do know that. Easier than you think it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you. I mean, yeah, but they they wouldn't say. I wouldn't feel that way. Yeah, but did you try? Did you try to get in? That's the thing. No.
1: So I I get that a lot. You know, Lafayette is a good college, and people will say, oh, that's a hard school to get into. It's like, did you try?
0: Like,
1: yeah. If you didn't try, you don't know how hard it is to get in.
2: I mean, yeah, you got me there. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, think I have no answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean.
2: I wouldn't have got in. I wouldn't have got in, dude. I wish know. you could I, maybe... I'd apply now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just it's like with all
2: my the criteria. We should do that. We should start applying
1: to colleges, <laughs> like really good colleges. Yeah. With our our like current criteria, we'll take the SATs. We'll take the SATs. Well, you don't yeah, have yeah. to do that SATs. anymore, do you? For Lafayette?
3: A lot of colleges don't even ask for
1: SATs anymore. So, uh, fun fact, the year that I applied to Lafayette was the one year where they were like, we don't need SAT scores.
2: That's a pretty sick year.
1: It's a pretty sick year. <laughs> a lot of people like me got in the lobby at that year. <laughs> well, I re-
2: my, my community college is up there, like, yeah. like, in that area. And I took accounting. And my accounting professor was also the accounting professor at Lehigh. Okay. Mm. And he's, like, he, the first day he told us, he's, like, I'm, I'm not, nothing's different. I'm going to teach you the same class. I'm not changing it because you guys are dumber. That's what he meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh. I got my first exam back and he had it folded up and it said, uh, see me after class. No grade on it. And he was like, you need to drop this class. Oh, no. And like, I took his advice. I dropped a class. He didn't need to twist my arm and drop in a class. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> I, so that's, you know, I, I know. And a lot of the kids did drop the class, so I knew it was very hard to get into these schools. Sydney's yeah. lying a little bit. Well,
1: I, I also had to drop an accounting class. <laughs> so. Accounting sucks, dude. It's, it's just too tedious. Yeah, it's too much paying attention you need to do. Yeah, yeah. Right into it, but uh, yeah, that was a that's definitely a third eye chakra unlocked. I like your yeah. answer about uh, success and failure being the same. Mm-hmm. That is that is a very important lesson that people
3: and you didn't even go, huh? What does that question mean? Like, I just feel I'm like saying? you're the first person.
1: Yeah, it's like. Uh,
3: and Sydney would say the exact same thing I said to try to explain it. Yeah, like, that's what always happens. Really? How <laughs> yeah. would you explain it? He would use my words. Uh, I but would say it. Yeah, I would, as s- him. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it slower sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Put a comma in a different place. <laughs>
1: but I'm, I I can't think of another way to ask that question. You know, um, so. Again, not that hard to get into Lafayette. That's all I'm saying. You didn't even know where commas go. <laughs> no, no. Put that to the beginning of the sentence. <laughs> uh, all right, Ansley, let's, let's get this uh, crown chakra right.
3: open. This is the last question. Okay. It's a two-part question. Sweet. So what is one thing you can't give up and why? That's the first part. And what would giving it up mean?
2: I can't obviously give up this like wild dream. And I think uh, giving it up would mean that I have to make a plan to like find, like I'd, I'd have to, I think the, the, um, the excuse of, uh, not making it is more than it's more of an excuse than me being upset that I didn't make it. I think I by admitting that, then I have to like find a job, like a like a real life, and I have to. I'm scared of that, hmm. you know. We're like it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it, it it's funny because like is are is it more of a fear of um, having to start a new life at in a in your thirties, or is it that you really are? pursuing his dream. I can't tell sometimes. Yeah. You know.
1: Dude, I feel like every single answer you gave has me deep in
2: thought about
1: that answer. It's
2: just like, <laughs> shit. I think about this <laughs> yeah. stuff a lot. Yeah. Like I have like like I don't even have music in the car when I drive. And I should think about but I'm like, fuck,
3: dude. What am I
2: what am I doing?
1: Yeah, I also don't have music in the car when I drive.
2: People say it's like I think it's fine
3: yeah is that like a (laughs) it's it's weird
1: is it yeah yeah so i drove i drove i was doing uh i don't know if you remember anton yeah so we were doing i
2: just saw anton i just read he was i forget where we were. oh at um the pop-in uh adam nutter's show and okay yeah for the first time he was doing a guest spot there i'm like damn dude
1: yeah so he was uh he you know he went to naca and he got all these college shows up in new england and uh, i had a car so I was opening up for him. And one time he just wanted to see how long I would go without putting the music on. Because he just <laughs> thought it was such a serial killer thing that I did. Yeah. And we drove from here to New Hampshire. Radio silence.
2: Like, I don't put the... I, don't put the I ra- won't... I, yeah. I'm with you. I don't know if I could... You were be in another car and just not speak. I mean, we
1: would speak every night. And okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it it was radio silence. Not like car silent. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But there was a commercial every now and then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> car dealership would try to sell you a car. Every once in a while. Yeah. So, but that is uh man, that's a that's a crown chakra unlocked. And uh how do you how do you feel at the end of this?
2: I feel good. Yeah. I feel like uh maybe I feel like maybe some of the thi- like I knew I I, I knew getting I knew if I didn't tell some of the backstory, some of my answers. So maybe I I forced some of those like sad things early on. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I feel the Bobby thing. I probably would have, uh, I'm kind of (laughs) happy. I'm not happy. I, I I think he would appreciate it. I did it for him. Yeah. (laughs) I did it for him.
1: Yeah. (laughs) This one's for Bobby. Shout out Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Shout out Bobby. All right. So, uh, again, uh, Guys, check out Tyler's podcast Night Moves that he does with Lumiziano and Sean Preston. Three very funny guys. They also have a live show up in Emmaus. I'll say it like you said it. <laughs> and uh, also, do you have you have a Patreon too? Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check yeah, out yeah, their yeah, Patreon, Patreon as well. Yeah. Um, and also, get on this Two Jack Bros Patreon because this one, what we do, it's it's a little bit. Uh, we we unlock, we enlighten the shadow self of the person. So as above is below, this podcast is above. Uh The Patreon is below. It's two Jack bros after dark, baby. (laughs) And we're about to get into it. So uh, thank you so much for listening. And we're out.
0: Two Jack bros.